This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast with Brian and Kim Walker. Today, we're going to be talking about the one thing we'd implement immediately if we still had our shop. Kim, why don't you thank our sponsor first? So our sponsor is RepairPal, and we're excited to thank them for providing you with this episode. RepairPal will help you grow your auto business, and you can learn more at RepairPal.com forward slash shops. We need to get RepairPal on here. We're going to. Yeah. All right. So the one thing we'd implement immediately if we still had our shop. Now, just a word of warning. This is not going to be a marketing topic today. Although we touch on marketing mm-hmm. in this, but this is really more of a management kind of thing. And it is something that has made, I can't even tell you how big of an impact it has made on our business. And gosh, just even in our personal lives because of the impact that it's had on our business. Yeah. And I actually titled the episode. So it's the one thing I would implement in our shop if we still had our shop today. I don't know if it's the one thing you would implement. No doubt. Any business, any business at all. And what we're talking about today is EOS, the Entrepreneurial Operating System. This is not the first time that this is going to have been talked about on the network. Uh, A lot of y'all know that we are part of a larger podcast network, the Aftermarket Radio Network, that was founded by Carm Capriotto on Carm's podcast, Remarkable Results Radio. Uh, he has had guests on there that have talked about EOS, apparently, including one of our clients. We're going to have a link in the show notes that will take you straight to the search page of CARM's website, where I just did a search for EOS. So you can go listen to the rest of them, because I'm pretty positive that you're going to be inspired to go do that if you're not already familiar with it. But yeah, Justin Barrett, I'm Fairly Positive is an EOS shop he's implemented in his shop. He's been on um, several podcasts. And then there's an EOS implementor, which we'll talk about what that means um, here in a little bit, named Barry Barrett, who's been on. I don't know Barry. So Barry, if you're listening, I'd love to connect with you. You know, Barry was a shop owner and has done sales training, is now an EOS implementer. And it seems like he speaks a lot in the industry. And we have our own implementer who's here locally to help us. But Why don't you tell them, what is EOS? It's basically a system of operating your business. They call it EOS because it's an entrepreneurial operating system. There is a piece of EOS that will solve just about any problem that you have in your business. It is a comprehensive way of dealing with problems in your business, of measuring the way that things are happening in your business. There's two great books. One of them is called Traction which kind of gives you a complete overview of what EOS is. And then there's another one that is called Rocket Fuel that gives you more. It's it's more of a parable type book, and it gives you an overview of how the visionary and the integrator work together. And Chris Cotton, who is also part of the Aftermarket Radio Network and has the weekly blitz with Chris Cotton, He did a few episodes where he went through the book, Rocket Fuel, and he talks about all of the principles that are in it. So I talked about the visionary and the integrator. I'm the visionary at Shop Marketing Pros. I'm the founder of the business. I'm the CEO. And I'm a wild card. Like, I have a lot of ideas. There's some of them that are good, and most of them, somebody needs to tell me, okay, we're not doing that. 
I mean, it's really more about the type of person that you are. So like describe what a visionary type person Yeah, the visionary is the person who is, uh, well, like I said, they come up with a lot of ideas, some of them that are good and some of them that really need to not happen. The visionary is usually ADD. I am literally diagnosed ADD. It does seem like that's the cool thing for entrepreneurs to say about themselves lately is that they're ADD, but the visionary... They usually are. But the visionaries are people that they have great ideas. They're the thing. They're the people that will push a business to do things that's different. Like they will make a business great. But if it's left to them to execute, they usually just they don't have it in them to do it. Or if they do have it in them to do it, they can't do it very well. So they're very risky and they need kind of a partner that comes alongside them to implement and get things done based on their vision, which is the integrator. Yep. And the integrator, like they are that person that they just make things happen. They're a very organized person. They are good at follow through. When the visionary has an idea for something and everyone agrees that is a good idea and it's something that we will pursue then the integrator is the person who goes out and makes that thing happen. Like they are that taskmaster. They're your chief operating officer is usually, you know, kind of the the C-level role that they would take in the business. That's just a piece of the EOS puzzle. I mean, there's really, without even getting into these, but there's six different areas of your system that EOS helps you to implement. And so we, as Shop Marketing Pros, started implementing EOS several years ago, and then we had a lot of changes, and we had some kind of distractions, and we got a little bit off with implementing it, and then came back around to it. So funny thing is, in the automotive industry, right, shops have coaches. Well, in our industry, as marketing agency, we have coaches, and Brian was involved in a coaching organization where, you know, he was there and it's funny, he would very often come back from these conferences and these events and there was always a squirrel to chase and always a new book that everybody had to read or a new tool or a new this or a new that. And like he was saying earlier, some of those ideas were kind of insane. (laughs) Some of the ideas were just really great and The thing is, he's a get it done guy, but you're not the type to just like go through all the bits and pieces to just get it um, fully implemented. And so now that he was going to this coaching program and, and now that we've implemented EOS, he goes away and comes back and he's like, like, we're doing great. Like, you know, he's hearing what other businesses are implementing. He's like, we're doing that. We're doing that. We're doing that. Well, it's because of EOS. And so... Earlier this year, so we're in September, so it was like February, we really made the decision to go all in and truly 100% really do the thing. And so we hired an implementor, all right? So there's the visionary, which is what Brian just described. There's the integrator who gets the thing done, but then, and that's usually within the business. So outside of the business, we have a third party who is an implementor. And that's more of like a facilitator, someone that we go to. It's basically a coach. He coaches us through the process of EOS to make sure that we are doing everything that we need to do the right way. Yep. And so we literally leave, get out of the business, and we go there to his office and sit down 
quarterly and you know there's other meetings we've our annual two-day meeting is coming up in December we want to share this with shops that are listening because as the title suggested if we had a shop if we still had our shop what's the one the one thing that we'd implement and you know a lot of times people might think it would have something to do with having a coach or something to do with finances or uh, marketing or who you would hire, where your location might be, all that kind of stuff. No, for us, it would totally be to implement EOS. So let's but, talk about- But EOS would force you to do all of the things that you just Exactly, listed. right. Yeah. That's, yeah. By so implementing it, because there's so many parts and pieces to it that in the process of getting it implemented into your shop, by default, you're going to do all the other things because EOS- you talk about finances. Well, we have a scorecard. We as a leadership team, we have certain metrics that we're tracking, but then each of our departments, they have their own metrics that they're tracking. And so you report on a weekly basis on these numbers. So you always have a pulse of how things are going. You can start seeing trends and you start realizing, Oh, wow. Look what's happening, good or bad. So, you know, for us, if it's that we see the number of prospects in the sales funnel is getting below a certain number, then we know, okay, we need to do something different about that. And so, you know, there's the financial part that's tracking all kinds of different um, KPIs in your business. But then there's the marketing part, there's the processes part, there's the people part, which is kind of a big deal. Time to thank our friends at RepairPal for making this episode possible. Don't get left behind. Today's tech-savvy consumers value instant gratification, so they start their searches for a repair shop on their computers and smartphones. These power users research auto repair and service options and decide which shops to engage with in an instant. Gain these customers by being RepairPal certified. They provide proof that your prices are fair with their best-in-class estimator. They're the largest site for auto repair, and they will introduce your shop to new customers through RepairPal.com and through the recommendation of partners like USAA, CarMax, and Consumer Reports. As shop owners, we were in the RepairPal certified network, and it helped grow our business. You have to be in it to win it, so head on over to RepairPal.com forward slash shops and set up a call to learn more. When you sign up, you'll get one month of service free and save $150 off certification. That's repairpal.com forward slash shops. You know, some of the things that we've accomplished through doing EOS would be having our standard operating procedures, which is such a big thing. You know, we've talked about that for years and years, being, you know, in business and working with different coaches and everything. But having actually done it and seeing how they get used and how much easier it is when we onboard a new team member. You know, how knowing that if someone got hit by the proverbial bus, they couldn't come to work. We have documented procedures of how to do what they do in the business. Yeah. So, you know, we can go to that and we laugh about it lately because we literally have a standard operating procedure. We have an SOP on how to create an SOP. <laughs> but we have... 60 pages? Is that what it is? Our table of contents of standard operating procedures is 60 pages long right now, and it continues to grow. You listen to this and you think to yourself, that's overwhelming. Well, that's 60 pages of links to the 
SOPs, Yeah, just to be clear. You think that that's overwhelming, but we've been working on that for the majority of this year. Mm-hmm. You know, so it is something that has grown that way with people just being dedicated to getting it done. But who is it that oversees that to make sure that it gets done? Of course, that's our integrator, our operations director. But then beyond that, we also go into things like, you know, looking at the three-year picture and the the one-year, the three-year, and the 10-year. And I always have been one that kind of thought like that stuff doesn't really matter because it's so far out there, you know, that you never really hit it anyway. And look, I will be real. We've had a very hard time coming up with our 10-year goal. Oh, my um, gosh. We have gone all over the place with that. And I don't feel like we have a good 10-year goal yet. But our one year and our three year is solid. Like it is something that we look at that and it's like, okay, that is where we are going. And without EOS, we would not have that. And you have to have that to be able to work, work backwards to say, how are we going to accomplish that? Mm -hmm. So we know exactly how we're going to accomplish what it is that we want to do in the next year and over the next three years. And then when we meet for our annual in December, we'll make adjustments to that. So it'll always be a one year and a three-year. When we get a year down the road, it doesn't become a two-year. Yep. You know, so it's constantly changing, and we know how it is that we're going to get there. And by default, what's kind of blended in with this whole recipe is leadership, being being a better leader. It's the hiring practices. It's making sure that you have the right people in the right seats, doing the right things. There's so much to that. And what we have seen, which we're going to talk about this in great detail in another episode, but it has solidified our core values for us. But what we're seeing is the camaraderie and the teamwork and the Leif Babin and Jocko say extreme ownership that has happened with people on our team where they're just all in. The thing is, I feel like we're finally giving them something that they've been missing or nobody's been begging for it, but it's just really filled in so many empty spaces where now the team, they just love their job. They're doing an incredible job. You know, when they're shop owners, I remember back to when, you know, everybody says this, but I remember it being us, the whole firefighter thing, you know, I can't leave the shop and I can't go on vacation and I'm constantly feeling like a firefighter just putting out fires all the time, all the time. We are not doing that. That does not happen because there is a process for when you have a problem, when you have an issue, when there's something that needs to be solved, there's a method for doing that and for doing it in a way that's not frantic. It's organized. It involves other people to like talk it through, to discuss it, to come up with a really good solution. And so there is none of this my hair's on fire and I'm having to do this and I'm having to do that and unorganized disaster. That's not what's happening here. That's and then, because as we meet every single week, yeah. we're taking those sparks that would become a fire yeah. and we're putting it out right there while it's still just a spark. Well, you're, you're even anticipating it, but you see because you're tracking all these things and there's so many different checks and balances in place to be able to be aware of when something might not be going right. And then, you know, I hear all the time about, you know, you talk about how it's impacted our personal lives. I remember being a shop owner and I remember the point in time where we're like, we would laugh at people who would talk about vacations 
as a business owner, you want to enjoy the freedom and the flexibility that you think you're going to have as a business owner. But when you don't have organization, when you don't have processes, when you don't have structure in place, that's most likely when you're feeling like the world is on fire and you can't take a vacation because you can't leave the shop. And we just talked about this last night with our friend that we had dinner with is, are you trying to control everything? Is it you or is it other people? And are you empowering them to do their job or are you micromanaging everything? And so there's some leadership, hard lessons and awareness that has to happen in this process. And there's some hard conversations that are had as well. It seems like every time I talk to a business owner where things are not going the way that they want them to go in their business, I'm thinking to myself, EOS would fix that. Every single time. Because it like there's nothing that it doesn't cover. It really does address everything. So I really love it. And I could see how thinking back now in our shop, for me, I personally want to go listen to some of those other podcasts just to see how our shop's really implementing. But like for us, each of our departments, they have a meeting and it's organized and it's efficient and it's not a waste of time. And so I could see how what I call the, you know, the front of the shop or the front of the house might have their own meeting where they're addressing things in the back of the house. And everybody has a place in this whole system. It's not something that you do yourself as the business owner, but it's something that involves and includes everyone in the shop. So I would really encourage every single person listening to this podcast right now, whether you are a shop owner, whether you're a technician, a service advisor, I don't really care what your affiliation is with the shop. Go to Remarkable Results Radio's website and go to the search feature. We're going to put this in the show notes and do a search for EOS. And when you do that, Brian's got it pulled up right now. There's a whole series with Barry Barrett, I think, who's the implementer. And there's a lot of shops in our industry who have implemented this. So this is not one of those things where you're going to be on an island, where you're going to be alone. There's nobody else doing this. You have other shop owners, other coaches, other people in the industry who's doing it. There's an episode titled Implementing EOS with Barry Barrett. Four shop owners share their success. And it's Remarkable Results, episode number 686. And I've listened to that one, and it is really, really informative. So, you know, if what we have talked about today kind of sparks your interest in this, go listen to that episode for sure. But then they have a lot of other episodes where they kind of break it down piece by piece, and they talk about all of the different facets of EOS. These two books that I talked about also, Traction and Rocket Fuel, those are a really great way also to learn EOS from the people who developed EOS. They're both pretty easy reads and especially Rocket Fuel because of it being formatted as a parable. You know, it's a story that um, that you can really, you know, take a lot from. So, Kim, how can people find us? The biggest thing I want to share with you about getting in touch with us is we really want to hear from you. I really want to know what topics are you looking for? What marketing questions do you have? Any of that, email us at podcast at shopmarketingpros.com. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, our website, shopmarketingpros.com. And definitely go to Facebook and do a search for auto repair marketing 
Mastermind and look for our private Facebook group. Join that group, get involved in the marketing conversation with other shop owners and influencers in the industry who know about marketing. And then finally, Brian wrote a book, The Ultimate Guide to Auto Repair Shop Marketing. So if you go to shopmarketingpros.com forward slash book, you can find out more information about that there. Connect with us in whatever way fits your lifestyle best. All right. Well, thanks again for listening to the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast on Aftermarket Radio Network. There's some other great shows on the network. You can find them at aftermarketradionetwork.com or on your favorite podcast listening apps like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many others. Tune in for another episode next week. And until then, go fill those bays. You've been listening to the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast with Kim and Brian Walker. Follow the podcast on your favorite listening app. Find their emails in the show notes and visit them at shopmarketingpros.com. Let Kim and Brian know what you want discussed because they're all about advancing the aftermarket.